Hello, everyone. It's Wilka here. I am your Leadership Talks podcast host. And today I have a very special guest, Clarissa Jimenez. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to have to be here with you today. It's my pleasure. So, Clarissa, I just got back from Puerto Rico, and that's where you're located, right? Yes, that's home. The beautiful island of Puerto Rico. That's a beautiful place to call home, I tell you that. (laughs) I I think so. (laughs) So, Clarissa, talk to us and the listeners. uh, Introduce yourself, because I know you've been in the hospitality industry for quite some time, and I wanted for you to introduce yourself. Well, um, I'm Clarissa Jimenez. I'm the president and CEO of the Puerto Rico Hotel and Tourism Association for the past 18 years. But I started my career with the government, the Puerto Rico Tourism Company, uh, quite a few years back. (laughs) It was an incredible experience. I spent some years in California and then I came back to Puerto Rico. And after that, I was working with local hotels. And then I jumped to the association world, which was something new and it's been quite exciting. Oh, my goodness, Clarissa. You know, one of the things that I um, love, right, because I also have a background in in the hotel side of the world. And, you know, I'm from Brazil and, you know, coming to the U.S. and being in in, in New York and now in Washington, D.C., and just being in touch with, you know, the hoteliers, but also with the CBBs, the associations, because it's so important for networking, right? Mm -hmm. Um, from your perspective, Clarissa, like how do you feel uh, that value of the networking with the associations, uh, the CVBs and so on is to our, you know, new generation of hoteliers? Oh, it's definitely really important uh, for us. We, we have in Puerto Rico three different organizations that deal with tourism. You have the government side, you have Discover Puerto Rico, who's now in charge of marketing the island, outside of the island. And then you have us representing the private sector. Um, We don't really do promotions, but we do that part of the government affairs and lobbying for uh, legislation that will be of benefit to the island. But we work, we have to work closely together. I mean, one thing goes in hand with the other. And that is something that we really try to encourage the younger generation to get involved. It's really the only way you can accomplish uh, things to, that will benefit the industry and, and, and the different businesses that work within the industry. So getting involved is critical and supporting each other. It's really important. And Clarissa, I, I appreciate that, you know, because also coming from another country, Right. And being a Latina woman and, you know, I also lived in California for, you know, a little while, but it's just different. Right. And when you understand the culture and you embrace and then you show the world, it's just so much easier. Right. To be in our industry and also to relate with, you know, hoteliers that I'm sure you have met along the way people from other countries, you know, that have come to manage a hotel in Puerto Rico, for example. So talk to us about how do you think this flair, this international flair that you have uh, being from Puerto Rico, you know, has helped you in your career in the hospitality industry? It's, um, 
because of, of, of the type of work we do within this industry, it's so easy to get in touch with people and, and, and knowing people. And in our case in Puerto Rico, we used to get a lot of people from other parts of the world. And I have to say that that was quite a nice experience. I mean, I, I, there's, I will say that 99% of those persons that we worked with they felt more Puerto Rican than us. I mean, they really love the island. They show it. They they offered a lot of support to all the different organizations locally. They get involved with the community. So that has been a really nice experience. And and you know, in this industry, once you leave, you keep in touch. It's it's the reality because you keep seeing people in other in other uh, events or or in other situations, but you establish that close relationship and that really helps. Yeah, and I think also you got to a point where I love, right? Because there's one's networking and then, you know, you develop a relationship and you maintain the relationship. That's why the associations are so important, right? Do you have like a fun story about, you know, someone that you've met um, while you were, you know, early in your career and throughout that you reconnected? Um, yes, I have. I mean, there's there was this travel agent in, in California that um, when I was living there, we, we got a very close relationship, really nice. And when I left, of course, a lot of time went by. And then in one trade show years after I was there and I started hearing my name, someone was shouting my name. And all of a sudden, I see this person running towards me, and it was her, Beverly, dear Beverly. <laughs> so it, it was kind of fun to see her in, in that uh, environment. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think uh, for me, it's every time that I'm in a networking event um, here locally in D.C., I just saw somebody that, you know, I used to be very much so in touch, even you know, prior to the pandemic. So it's so nice to reconnect in person. So uh, Clarissa, have you been, um, you know, in, in 2023, I know it's been quite a, a challenge, right, for all of us. Uh, but, you know, have you been to in-person events? Have you guys hosted? How is the climate with the hoteliers in Puerto Rico? Um, we're back to normal. Totally. Um, the first the first year, I mean, the, the Puerto Rico took very strict measures and that was really good because at the end it really helped everybody. But uh, I would say for the past the year and a half, we are totally back to normal. Wow, um, that's amazing. Events, uh, yeah, it's it's been good. I mean, can't complain. And um, Clarissa, one thing that I, I also noticed, like I loved, you know, the different nuances of, you know, the islands. Like I went, I took the ferry to Vieques mm -hmm. uh, on my own, right? So yeah. I'm like, I want to experience the local vibe and the local restaurant. So on my way to the ferry, I did stop by because I had to wait, uh, you know, until the next one. I stopped by at the marina and I had lunch there and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing because you can find one fresh and great food everywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, so I loved, loved, loved that experience, you know, as a local visiting mm -hmm. the islands and, and, you know, 
trying my best, right, to interact with the community. Do you see that, you know, the currently hoteliers and the visitors also are more towards, you know, this approach of, hey, you know, I don't want to have an itinerary when I get there. I will find and try to do also the local what the locals do. Absolutely. And I think our advertising campaign has been really focusing on that, living like a Puerto Rican. Uh, and it shows everything that we have and the way we do things. And, and you're right. I mean, I think one of our strongest uh, points here is that gastronomy, it's wonderful in Puerto Rico. It doesn't really matter if you go to a fine dining restaurant or a little place uh, on the road, you know, you, you can have a wonderful meal no matter where you go all throughout the island. Um, and I think that is that is something that people really like because it's, I, I mean, I love to eat. So having that opportunity of experiencing the local uh, cuisine anywhere, I think that's wonderful. And you see that also more in hotels nowadays. A lot, lot of our hotels, if not all, are using local products, whatever is in season. And that Puerto Rican flavor you can taste everywhere. Oh my gosh, Gladys, it's so true that everywhere, it doesn't matter if it's a fine dining restaurant or, you know, uh, a restaurant on the side of the road coming back to your, you know, hotel, like I did experience that. And I looked it up, right, like real quick on my phone. I was like, oh, I want to eat. I'm hungry now. Where should I go? And I, I remember the name of the restaurant. So shout out to them. It's, if I'm not mistaken, it's Los Platanos. But I had the best, like the best <laughs> meal ever. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, everything's just so delicious. And the charisma of the local people, you know, is just really, uh, you don't want to leave, you know, it's so, you, you get so comfortable with it that. Is, you know, it is like that. Yeah, it is like that. And that's why we created, the association created an event that's called Saborea Puerto Rico. And that event has been going on for the past uh, 14 years. We had to stop uh, when the pandemic started, but we're going again on the 24th. But we are doing like one day events. And then on the 2024, we'll be having the big event, which is a three day event. Wow, I want to get the invite for that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> But, uh, you know, Clarissa, I wanted to also hear from you, like in terms of, you know, all of your career journey, you know, you lived in other places and then you came back home. Right. So what would you see uh, different, like, you know, that the hotel um, uh, hotelier associations uh, were doing in California that might, you know, ignite an idea for you for you to bring back to Puerto Rico? Well, I think we're up to par with any hotels in the world. I mean, and one thing that I really like that has changed in the past years has been that you see that local flavor in the properties here. Because sometimes you have, you go to a, a, a chain hotel and, and you see the same thing everywhere. In the past years, Puerto Rico has been more focused on, on bringing that local experience, even in our hotels. So you see the menu has changed, uh, art, you see more local art in, in the properties. Uh, 
and and more people from Puerto Rico in in, in high level positions too. So I, I think in that regards, it has been for the better. Everything that has happened has really improved, and and that local experience you can start feeling it in your in your hotel. Yeah, and you know I think for um, the traveler uh, nowadays, right? Like I've stayed uh, in, in two different places when I was there. I'm not gonna mention names, but it was really nice experience, you know. And for me. Um, I was able to like rent a car and drive around the islands, you know, and like Luquillo Beach, I had the time of my life, you know, went jet skiing there, even though I was a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like all of that local flavor really, um, you know, I really felt safe and, you know, really uh, welcomed uh, by everybody, you know, in the industry, like even from like the parking, you know, experience when you arrive at Lukio Beach, uh, and you know, you feel safe. You you walk towards, you know, the like the kiosks from the jet ski. You talk to people; they are friendly and nice, and you schedule. So it's it's just like a, a overall experience was really really nice, really productive. But I know sometimes, right, when people have these expectations of, oh, you know, I can't. I know for us, you know. Latinos and Hispanics sometimes is like, oh my gosh, the timing, right? Like when the events is supposed to happen one time, it might be late, you know, 15 minutes. So it's like, we call like the island time. <laughs> but I think, you know, that is like the expectation from folks that are more towards like a corporate event, right? Mm -hmm. So Clarice, so do you think the the flair, like you said, oh, you know, next year we're going to have the Sabor uh, event, right? The, 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 that uh, culinary piece but do you see also you know business travelers going back you know for the, the upcoming year absolutely and we have seen it uh this past i would say two years business has been continuously coming back and our numbers are really good uh up to July this year, we were up 12% in hotel registered guests. We have increased the numbers of flights to the island. Uh, so everything, I, I, I mean, it's back to normal and growing, which is which is great. I mean, all our uh, groups and convention business uh, and as well as the leisure, we see the demand is there. Um, so we're very excited with everything that is happening. We have a lot of the properties that are investing a lot of money on renovations. There are quite a few uh, projects on the pipeline, big ones and smaller properties all throughout the island. So everything is really looking good for, for Puerto Rico after all these uh, challenging years that we've had. And, you know, I, I love to hear the positive, you know, also for coming from you because you are there, right? You yep. know the numbers, you know the properties, and you see the investments as well from the smaller properties, like the independent properties. I did stay um, by like St. Lucia. And so I had a, a nice drive around the island, right? But it was just so natural to me because, you know, in the morning, you have like that breeze, that that island vibe, you know, a little bit of rain. And then you get on the road, you drive like, you know, old San Juan was beautiful, right? And like all of that cliffs and with the ocean view, it, it was just, you know, really, really, really nice experience. But, you know, I think 
also what you said, like the leisure is coming back, um, you know, stronger numbers. Mm -hmm. But also for me, right, I mean, Washington, D.C. was so easy to fly there. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, you know, because every time that I, these days, you're, right, you're flying, you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it on time or, you know, how much delay I'm going to encounter. But it, everything was a smooth sail for me. Um, and I really enjoyed that time away and especially because it was more of a leisure you know I get there and I'll figure out how I'm going to enjoy this time there mm -hmm. without an expectation and really literally super past what I was expecting to you know enjoy my actually my birthday trip oh, uh, oh it was your birthday yeah yeah it was my birthday <laughs> a nice way to spend a birthday definitely. yeah and then when I, you know, I'm, I like to mention to people because when I was there, I was like, oh, you know, I, I'm getting to know the island. Do you have any, you know, special local tips and recommendations? And that's how, you know, I got my way around. And it was super nice. You know, I did have uh, some time in Otsahuan, like I said, and it was really amazing i love this highness you know boricua and it was so so special because i also remind me actually of my um my hometown in brazil mm -hmm. right like the, the downtown area um it was really really sweet yeah. really nice time as well but locals love to show what you know what we have and what we do so when they see a visitor, no matter where you are on the island, they want to take you. And most of the time, they will take you <laughs> to <laughs> X place, you know, that they think you should see. Yeah, yeah. Like even Old San Juan, I, I saw a lot of restaurants, cute, you know, setups as well. I remember like I, I was, it was a little hot outside. I was walking after, you know, lunch. And then I stopped at this brewery. And then the owner was there. He's explaining. And then he, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's, you know, Domino. I'm going to play some. <laughs> so, you know, we were like having fun getting to know, you know, the reason of when he opened and how, you know, he is revamping after, you know, the pandemic and so on. But it's like really extremely nice experience. And I really think, you know, like you said, the hotels up to standards because, you know, I did stay in a boutique hotel at first and then I stayed in a branded hotel and I really felt as well like you mentioned earlier that they are incorporating like the cuisine the local cuisine it was amazing I had tostones you know it was really 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 special to me but if people are looking right to go if anybody that is listening or watching this on YouTube um, want to explore right Puerto Rico what would be your top three recommendations well, I think depends on what you like to do, because even though we're a small island in, in territory, uh, there's so much to offer, and each region offers a different experience. Um, if you like the city, of course, you have to be in San Juan. And also, if you like to explore history and culture, it's a great a place to start with the old city, which is really beautiful, and the museums. Um, and nightlife and gastronomy and you know the the whole thing but if you also like to do adventure you can go up to the center of the mountain and and do a lot of the adventure activities and we have a beautiful uh, Toro Verde I don't know if you had a chance to see Toro Verde but uh, it's it's a wonderful park with all kinds of experiences 
Um, and then, of course, if you go to the coast, then you have all the water sports all throughout the island. Uh, you can go fishing. You, you can do everything. There's, there's really a little bit of everything. In the southern part, it's Ponce. such a beautiful city, the architecture. So each island will have something to offer to our visitors. And I, I think that in order to really experience the island, you need to spend a week or, or a little longer. Uh, because if not, all you will have was a little bit of it. <laughs> I totally agree with you. And, you know, I can't wait to go back because once you come back, you know, inland, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, where is the ocean view? Where is that ocean breeze, right? Like all of that um, amazing weather, too. So for sure, I'm going to be coming back and hopefully we're going to uh, have a chance to meet in person. Yes, I would hope so. <laughs> Uh, Clarissa, I know you've been with, you know, the association for over 14 years. Um, and I wanted to hear from your side now, you know, for all of the Latina women that are, you know, watching this as well. What would be your top highlights in terms of, you know, not giving up and, you know, what are what, you, what you've accomplished throughout your career? I think that that's key. I mean, not giving up. I think, uh, I, I don't know, I've always felt that, uh, at least for the uh, companies I've worked with, that they value what, you know, you offer. Um, I love this industry. So for me, it was very easy to to feel comfortable in, in working with the association, which was different, very different from what I was doing before. Uh, but I think that uh, there are so many women right now working in this industry and, and we need to work together. We need to support each other. And I think that's going to continue. You are going to continue seeing more and more women in, in high-level positions. Um, because I think that we have one thing. We can handle many things at once. Uh, and that really helps when you are in an organization, especially not-for-profit, where you know there are limited resources. You really need to wear 2,500 hats. <laughs> Oh, and I think that's something that we can do as women. Oh, definitely. You know, it's one of the things that I remember because I also, when I worked in a hotel, actually in California, I was like, oh my gosh, how, you know, I'm going to do a side tour and then I have this appointment at another time, you know, so it's like you definitely have to multitask, right? And in yeah. the industry, I think it's even with the AI coming in, you know, it will be helpful but definitely like the human, you know, and understanding and right, like being out there for your customers, for your clients, for your partners is definitely something that, you know, we can do. So this podcast is highlighted with the Women in Hospitality series. Um, one final question, and you, you can elaborate as you wish. What is um, leadership or who is has inspired you? Um, in this, you know, field of hospitality industry? Well, I have to say that I was, uh, I've been very lucky all throughout my career. Um, when I was very young, I had the opportunity of working with an organizing committee of the Bad American Games in Puerto Rico. And I was, I mean, I was really young and it was an incredible experience. So everything that I learned at that time, at such a young age, um, really gave me perspective on many other things, on things I wanted to do. 
And then when I started with the Puerto Rico tourism company, the government, I was very lucky to work with Carlos Diago, who was the sub, uh, deputy director of the tourism company. Incredible person. He had so much knowledge and he was a great, great mentor. Uh, he recently passed away, but you know, I always, I'm extremely grateful that I had the opportunity of working with him um, and learning from him because it really helped me in everything I did in, in my career with the tourism company and later on. So it's, I think those, that's been basically my, my major. And I have to say also that my husband who has been working in this industry too for many years was always a great support too. So... Well, that's definitely, you know, who we needed that, you know, support from home, right, as well, because, like you said, you know, we can do it all, but like, it's nice to have like a backup system as well. Yeah, uh, Clarissa, thank you so much for joining me today at the Women in Hospitality Leadership Talk series. It's been a pleasure. Any final word, words? No, thank you so much. It's been really a pleasure and I'm glad that we were able to talk and, and it's great to listen, you know, different things from different people. So I really look forward to continue listening to your podcast and, and wish you all the best. Thank you so much. This is Clarissa Jimenez and she is a wonderful guest here at the Leadership Talks podcast. Until next time, everybody. Have a great day.